getting old. Getting Someone, old, hey. Someone's been dicking with this. They've been dicking around in your studio. Quit dicking my studio. Someone's been dicking down my studio. You can't say that anymore. You, well, you can't complain about it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm grateful for someone dicking down my studio. Um, I know this isn't a types of guy episode. Um, mm. Maybe this can be kind of like we're doing for the patrons only. We're doing the top 10 types of person. This isn't one of the top 10 types of person, but um, I was at the pub talking to someone yesterday. Yeah, well, the on pub Tuesday, you say, were you? Tuesday, on Tuesday. On Tuesday, you were at the pub, were you? I was, yeah. Yeah. I'm a midweek pub guy. Yeah. Um, just for lunch. They got a roast chicken burger over there. It's the only place that does roast chicken, you know, not fried. Yeah. Or yeah. Sh- schnitzel. Like, I don't like either of those. Mm. Anyway, and they said, you know, the type of guy, like, I feel this is a genre of guy. And I was like, I'm listening. <laughs> this is relevant. <laughs> And he said, like, a Chad Asian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah. like, I know exactly the type of guy you mean. Man, that's my, my gym is full of Chad Asians. And, yeah. like, not just um, uh, from the west of Asia, but, like, kind of uh, East Asian mm. as well. Like, there's a, there's a guy at my gym who I'm certain he's on roids, Indian bloke. His shoulders are fucking unbelievable. And it's just like he like always wearing like you know Under Armour did like a run of gym gear with The Rock. Oh yeah, I didn't know that, but he's always wearing that kit. Nice, you know. It's like fuck, he's 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 into it. That, that bloke's counting his macros, mm. you know. Anyway, that didn't make the top ten, but that's not what we're here to talk about. No, no, we put it out to to the people. This episode's about you. Yeah, we asked what what do you want. Some clarity on. Yeah, because this is another episode of... The Meeting Tree Comments On. I think we've got a little... Do we have a thing? I think we've got a theme, man. It's going to take me so long to find that. (laughs) Might have to make a new one. Um, Yeah, it's obviously, it's November. How can one have... Post nut clarity if one cannot nut. Mm. We're here to provide that clarity. So Raphael hasn't seen any of these. No. They just came through to, to my Instagram. And we got a lot of responses. Great. We're not going to get to all of them. As unless usual. We, unless we turn this into like a five hour. No, we're not doing that. Thank God. Okay. But I think I can have a vague order of how I want to ask these. Oh, cool. A narrative? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so the first one. Uh, how are you, boys? Are we going to say who they're from? Yeah, say yeah, who they're from. Uh, C.Seer. Feeling yeah. pretty good, I guess. Yeah, no. Uh, I was a bit crook over the weekend, and I've kind of still got it. Like, apparently, there's like a rattle in my chest. Yeah, you got a little bit of a croaky voice, I, a I frog s- in your throat. swallowed a baby's rattle, but it went down the wrong pipe, and now it's stuck in my lung. Yeah, you, you don't make music, you are music. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Take drugs, I am Salvador Dali. Mm. I've been drinking a lot less to try and make it like help my sleep and uh-huh. I don't think it's working. Oh, yeah. Must be something else. That happens. It was funny. There's there's a lot of categories of question that I think can kind of be grouped together. In the how are you boys? Oh, beyond that. <laughs> okay. But I, I guess, you know, kind of it extends from that. All of these questions come... It could be interpreted as how are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's like, you know, people are asking these questions kind of 
worried about our welfare. <laughs> Is that, is, is that the tone do you think that was intended then? Yeah. I, yeah but, but how are you? You know, you guys all right? You guys all right? But like, uh, let's, okay, moving forward from here, let's try and remember that as the tone, yeah. like welfare check. Yeah. Each question is a welfare check. Yeah. So with that in mind, what's the worst drug you've taken, but you've had to take it intentionally? <laughs> That's a really good question. <laughs> who asked that? Todd Carboni, who also asked 11th best drug. <laughs> <laughs> well, he could have listened to the, like, the prelude, you know? The, mm. All the ones that didn't make it. All the ones that didn't make it. Okay, so f- first, that I had to take, but it was, like, bad. Well, well... Not that you had to. Well, I can... The thing that comes to mind immediately, I don't know if it fits into the question and I'm assuming the question is asking after my welfare. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, um so when I, I first heard about lean oh, yeah. uh, um many, many years ago, me and um a gentleman from the band Jack and Assis unnamed for the sake of anonymity. <laughs> Could be any of them. <laughs> Raph and any of the other guys from Jackie and Assis. <laughs> I did a bit of reading online, not enough, to work out what this stuff was mm. <laughs> and, and then proceeded to buy, you know, some cough medicine that I thought had the two active ingredients that right. required for lean, codeine and doxycetamine or whatever the fuck it is, the mm. other one. Um, promethazine? Promethazine, yeah. Promethazine and codeine or whatever. They have to, you have to have them both in order for it to have an effect. Yeah, yeah. It actually only had one. I'd misread. Uh, and so, we had like half a bottle each of this stuff. <laughs> And it actually kind of sounds like I know you talk about that Reddit forum where that people take whatever like oh, Benadryl, like yeah, yeah. So, but we also had this like with the intention of going out. So we then like caught a bus into the city, yeah. And um, all of a sudden, I started getting very dizzy, and I had to run to town hall, uh, town hall station toilets, like the bathrooms oh, there, dire. and then proceeded to spend two hours. In, and I don't know what happened to other member of Jack and Anderson. Well, he, like, made it home somehow. Like, Oh, so it's a he. That narrows it down. Okay. <laughs> hmm. And um, yeah, that was horrible. I couldn't get off the toilet oh, as God. well as, like, being insanely dizzy and, like, a feeling of being a bit lost um, until I finally was able to just, like, run out, jump in a cab, get home as fast as possible and then go back to the bathroom. And I remember at one point lying on the bathroom floor being like, why? Oh, <laughs> I got brain damage. <laughs> and I did. Yeah. Well, I mean, through that framework, like worst drug you've taken intentionally. So, like I intentionally took it. It's just I I didn't intentionally didn't, get the wrong one, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. But like I've taken- Lots of a drug that I think has given me brain damage. Oh, yeah. PCP. Mm. But, like, I, don't, I wouldn't, you know, say it's the worst drug. I, I really speed. enjoyed my time on it. But even, you know, speed has its has its upsides. <laughs> yeah. I think the, the worst drug, if we look at this more kind of esoterically, is- Social media. The- <laughs> you stop cutting me off <laughs> saying exactly what I'm going to say. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Megalodon. Is that what it's called? Matador? <laughs> the new stupid one? Uh, Mastodon. Mastodon. Horrible name. 
It's open source. Open source shit never has a good name. Yeah. Og Vorbis. <laughs> That's a, another open source name. Yeah. <laughs> Bluetooth. Is, Is that, that open source? I don't know if it's open source or it's just a, like a joint protocol. Just a bunch of cunts came. Yeah, yeah. It was named Which after is, a yeah. Swedish, no, a Swedish no. Viking king. Danish. Denmark. He was the one oh, who- there you go. The, the second king of Denmark who brought all the Viking tribes together. Mm. And that's- These fucking nerd losers were like, we're all the Viking tribes, man. IBM, no, it's, it's Nokia, Nokia had played a massive part in it. Yeah, I believe yeah. that, that might have had something to do with it. But they were, they were like, you know, all the tech companies, we are the Viking <laughs> tribes. And we're coming together under the king Bluetooth because he fucking had a dodgy tooth. Lame. But yeah, I, I think- it's either social media or the the bag of Novocaine that was sold to you as cocaine. Well, I guess intentionally again. Oh, yeah, but again, I've been in a situation again with um, but someone- But I've taken that intention. I know yeah, that I it's know, not exactly. coke, but I'm like, I'm still fucking finishing it. <laughs> yeah, literally in Perth one time, um, again, me and, uh, uh, yeah, a gentleman from one of my three <laughs> bands that's not the meeting tree and also contains fewer than seven members. Um <laughs> like got this bag and it became clear that it was not in fact it might have done nothing and we went to a hermitude gig in in Fremantle actually oh, uh, yeah. after our whatever event thing we had to do and we're like oh, are you feeling this no not feeling anything like this is this is shit let's have another one and no nothing and we're like fuck this is doing we better just put the entire bag into two lines and do it and see what happens <laughs> still nothing yeah <laughs> you knew that was going to be the case yeah. which is why you were so brazen about it it's like <laughs> Let's do the biggest possible lines ever <laughs> yeah. and watch nothing happen. <laughs> but that's, I mean, it proves that cocaine is about the ritual. Yeah, indeed. You know, and what a ritual. Cocaine's a hell of a ritual. <laughs> okay, now, do you want sport, politics, mm. or music? This is like Jeopardy. Oh, God. I don't know. I can't choose. Okay, let's go uh, music. Okay. Again, through the guise of like welfare checks, <laughs> when will you release more music? Which is from uh, Doug, eighteenth of November, um, and also or is it the sixteenth? New music oh. when vinyl when tour when hugs when? Okay, vinyl never. Yeah. Uh, well, no, who knows? Maybe. Like, I mean, I got nothing against vinyl. Just like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, except for the fucking huge cost outlay. <laughs> yeah. If someone can figure out how to drop ship vinyl, yeah. If you can do print on demand, press yeah. on demand. Yeah, no, like that. Probably not that, but like, no, it's the eighteenth next Friday. We have our single coming out, and then shortly after, double EP. Yeah, so very soon. The, the top ten drugs of all time in no particular order, parts one and two. Yeah, so that's a good music, good music cover there, and the film clip for the single next week, MDMA brackets capture be a human right, Australian music's first ever AI generated film clip. Yeah. Hold on to your hats, assholes. Oh, more music ones. Some. Uh, this, is, this is a good one, more technical, about the technical side of DJing. Okay. What does a DJ do if they need to piss during a set mm. from Vanilla? You put on a really long song. Long song. Easy for techno and stuff. You just find a fucking, oh, that's 11 minutes. Yeah. See ya. Uh, for kind of- Background R&B fun stuff, uh, Frank Ocean pyramids. Yeah. But also it depends how quick can you piss. I think the true skill there is not picking a long song, but the good DJ pisses quickly. The good DJ pisses before the set. 
Yeah, good DJs wear nappies. (laughs) Great DJs have like a tube and bottle situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good DJs wear nappies. (laughs) Great DJs have catheters. Yeah, all it takes for bad DJs to succeed is for good DJs to forget their nappy. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, a couple of radio ones. Mm -hmm. Is Triple J fucked or am I just getting old? Probably the latter. I don't know. I mean, we're all getting old. Yeah. But we're all getting fucked. Yeah. You know, is Triple J fucked? I think, you know, the concept of broadcast radio in general, just as a concept. Hi, guys. Joyride here from the meeting tree. Some people call me Rowan. Other people call me Dixie. Uh, It doesn't really matter. Uh, What does matter is that we felt like now's a good time to let you know that our single off our upcoming double EP, The Top 10 Drugs of All Time in No Particular Order, Parts 1 and 2, uh, the first single off that, MDMA, brackets, caps should be a human right, will be playing for the first time, debuting on Triple J next Thursday night between 6 and 6.30. That's Thursday, the 17th of November. So make sure you tune in and uh, when you hear it, Text in, let them know you love it if you love it. Also, you know, hit the pre-save link, which will, I think, be in the comments of, of this pod so we can game the algorithm. You know, this isn't about uh, putting music out. From the stars, straight into your arms and high. I feel you. I hope you comprehend. Mick Hucknall. AKA Simply Red. There was a great article recently, recently, probably five years ago, in one of those like trash newspapers in the UK. They're all trash. They're all, yeah. I could have just said newspaper. And, and the, the headline was, I slept with over 500 women pretending to be Mick Hucknell. <laughs> Dudes posting their W's <laughs> right there. Yes, King. Anyway, Triple J good, music industry bad. Mm-hmm. Free will at your fingertips. That's what they and want you to think, mate. Well, no. Free will ain't so free anymore, mate. Yeah, yeah. Free will will cost you. Yeah. Yeah. Expensive will. Yeah. Uh, Medicare levy. Oh, yeah. For one. Oh, that'll fucking get you. Or private health. <laughs> Not that private anymore, is it, Medibank? That just came to me. Very good. Paul Patuda. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting thing I was reading recently about how free will extends to how you feel. You can just choose to be happy. Mm. And since I read that, I've been choosing how I feel. Grumpy. Is is this sociopathic? (laughs) Like, I don't genuinely feel anything, so I'm just choosing to be this. Yeah, I'm choosing to like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. That is sociopathic. But I think that people get a little bit too caught up on like that kind of mindfulness stuff to if if you're thinking that because like sometimes maybe it's good to just this is like, a book about golf yeah but like let your feelings just flow like through and over you and kind of observe them rather than kind of no control well, that's, them. that's that's the whole thing i think is like there's a difference between emotional response and how you feel yeah yeah an yeah. emotional response would be like oh that made me angry or like oh I'm, I'm sad about that but then you have to take the time to like process it, acknowledge yeah. it, and then be like- Label it, etc. But I'm all good. Yeah. You know? And let it float by like a cloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's sociopathic. Yeah, it's highly evolved. 
<laughs> okay, from Boydy Boyd. Why did you fellas leave FBI? I loved your gas bagging. When did we leave FBI? Did we leave FBI or did FBI leave us? No, we didn't we, leave. We left we FBI. Left. <laughs> we left. I mean, you know, a bit of backstory for, for those that don't know. We hosted the hip-hop show on FBI for a spell. Mm. Isn't that ironic? Australia's ADM godfathers hosting a hip-hop show. That's the thing. True ADM extends beyond ADM. Yeah. It started as a two-hour hip-hop show where maybe 20 songs would get played, Mm. slowly turned into a two-hour hip-hop show where two to four songs would get played and it would basically just be this podcast. Yeah. The problem was is on Monday nights and we were doing One Day Sundays, guess what day of the week that was on? And and it was just like Monday nights just became a write-off. It was like we can't fucking do this. We were, we were powering through for a spell there, mm. but um, it became untenable. Yes, like um, so many things. So why did we stop? It became untenable. Next question. The, next question. All right, another music one. Uh, did the meeting tree, how long is the 38-minute track on the upcoming EP? Well, you'll have to listen to it and find out for yourself. Yep. We're not giving that one no away. No comment. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> um, well, who, who from? Are you supposed to read out names? That was Dave Garner, 101. Thanks, Dave. Thank you, Dave. We can All move right. to politics if you want. Do you want to go politics? Yeah, let's jump around. We've done a fair bit of music. Okay. Start with an easy one. Do you reckon Albo gets on the ag bish at Lazy Bones? That's from the Lord Mayor. Funny night regarding that. As an image, picture this. <laughs> Dixie, Clancy overall from the Batuta Advocate- just lingering at Lazy Bones, at it from horror show slash one day DJing, playing R and B bangers slash Spanion's manager slash Spanion's manager playing Aaliyah and Albo making out with someone who's now Alyssa's partner, yeah, yeah, if not wife, but after the first marriage, I think ended, yeah, yeah, partner, um, making out really happened. PDA, PDA at Lazy Bones yeah. in Marrickville, Marrickville. One of the coolest suburbs in the world, according to one of the least cool publications. <laughs> like, it's, do you reckon that's a fucking claim to fame? If if Time Out puts you in one of the coolest suburbs, what does that? What's what are the? What's the criteria? That, how, well, how does it manifest? What what do you get from that? I guess you get more tourists stopping S- through. Sticky beaks. Do uh, you think like a plaque? <laughs> time Out send a plaque. Uh, time Out's a scam. It's actually quite handy when you're traveling. Yeah. As far as scams go, as far as traveling scams go, timeout's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I do reckon he gets on the Bosch. (laughs) Since the beginning of time, mankind has been seeking one thing. Perfection. Naysayers along the journey have said it's unattainable. They say it exists already in nature. But what if one was to sculpt the natural to make it even more perfect? To mow and roll the natural into the divine. 22 yards of perfection. Follow the perfect cricket pitch on Instagram and submit your patch of perfect. 22 yards of perfection. The perfect cricket pitch. We'll keep keep it local politics for now. Yep. 
Why Royal Commissions Always Have Redactions If They're Meant To Be Exposing The Truth? That's from Flynn Dog Millionaire. Good point, Flynn. They should all be, like, in public. Yeah, yeah, like, outdoor. In front of a wall. In the round. <laughs> in front of a wall, yeah. So that the punishment yeah. can be executed swiftly. Yeah. They should host Royal Commissions in front of that big wall, you know, along the side of the Hyde Park barracks there. Mm. Pick a sunny day. And when you're on the stand, you have to wear a hood. Just so, like, if you slip up at any moment, yeah. they could get you. Mm. Why don't the people that run royal commissions have gun licenses? That's what we need to look into. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I am a lawyer. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Great point. Sick of all these redactions. I know when I'm reading through all the documents from a royal commission. <laughs> it just breaks up the flow a yeah. little bit, like from a narrative yeah. perspective. Yeah. You know, because the writers are obviously quite good and it gets a bit sing-songy in parts, but then it just, like, falls apart. Well, what has a Royal Commission ever done, at, like, outside of the margins? Along, the, Like, it, everyone raises awareness and everyone goes, oh, that's terrible, what's happening in aged care? And yeah. then there's some, like, vague new standards presumably set around, like, what the board of directors for aged care institutions are yeah. liable for and um, and everyone nods and says, oh, yes, this is now a new director duty. Like, they have to report annually on, like, how good the chicken Keeves tastes. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Nice, nice pronunciation there. Um, I see you're an ally. <laughs> but now, other than that, what good is coming? What's the banking? What's the banking royal commission done? Too redacted to know. I'm assuming. Should we go overseas? Yeah, let's journey across land and sea. Apt, because Jack Matinka, I'm assuming. Is the South China Sea an internal waterway of China's? Well, I refer to it simply as South Sea, as it's always <laughs> historically been known. You know what I think? What was the video? South China Sea arbitration? Who cares? <laughs> That's what I think. I think I got the words right. I also think that this ludicrous... Eurocentric idea of freedom of navigation was uh, instilled by the, at the time, the global hegemon that is the Euro-US relationship. And uh, if China were to float aircraft carriers up and down the coast of California with nukes on them, that America wouldn't be so into the idea of freedom of navigation. Well, I mean, you know, look where freedom of navigation got... Uh, Captain Cook. <laughs> yeah. Or the Sri Lankans. The Portuguese rocking up there. You know, or the Indonesians, South Americans, Australians. If freedom of navigation wasn't a thing in the uh, around the Enlightenment, I guess, you know, the East Indian Trading Company, uh, who just set up fucking slave shops around the place because they could, mm. or sending convicts here. What if someone did stop the boats back then? Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe the world would be a better place. They, this all came to pass because, you know, the Brits were an island and so they had the best navy and then they were able to use their sh advanced shipbuilding capability to, yeah, as you say. Well, they reckon the Dutch actually fucking had the wood on them navy-wise. That's true. They did for a while. But yeah. militarily, yeah. 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 It depends it on the depends time. When. Depends when. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We can do an entire episode on it. Let us know in the comments. Yeah. If you yeah want Dutch, us Dutch or UK, overall, best yeah. navy. Or Spanish. Mm, Spanish Armada, they were too big. I know. 
the Spanish get on the dais or do the Portuguese take them? Do, do they get top three? Oh, know? right. Who's on the dais of best Navy? But again, it depends on the period, just ever. Now, it'll be US, yeah. Australia. New Zealand. New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. The uh, ANZUS. <laughs> ANZUS gang up on the dais. Uh Great Navy, Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Got these subs coming. They're going to be sick. Yeah, yeah. The, um, I had breakfast on the HMAS Canimbler once. Oh, yeah. What about the HMAS Vampire? Don't know it. Is it a jet boat? No, no. Isn't that the uh, sub? Oh, is at, it? At the Maritime Museum. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have toddlers. I don't spend much time in Darling Harbour. It's a fucking toddler haven there, eh? It's like you can really tire your kids out. Around Darling Harbour. Good park down there. Yeah, yeah. The water. Sp- it's got the water yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's got a good. big big slide. It's important. All right, I forget what that question was. Oh, the South China Sea one. Question no opinion on answered. that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, there's another music one. It's a bit negative. What's the worst gig you ever played? Oh, God. Mate, it's called blocking it out, buddy. <laughs> uh, that was from Bo Dan Sloan. I mean, there's been, some, there's been some real stinkers. A little secret of the music industry- little thing called tack-ons and no offense if you live in like regional australia but if you're playing a gig in perth for example you're not just going to fly over to perth for like a friday night like while you're over there your booking agent the person who basically books gigs for you and takes 10 percent of the fees for the privilege um well i actually think are probably one of the most important like with regards to like you know all of the various people in the music industry that kind of cling on to artists and bands your booking agent is is Pretty good one. One of the things I like most about booking agents, you never sign a contract with them. Yeah. There's no need to. And also, it's 10% of the actual work they generate, yeah. right? Rather than, you know, taking 20% of everything or like record labels taking like 80% or whatever of yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Like a booking agent's like, well, I get 10% of the things I book and like do for you. It's pretty good. Anyway, point being, a good booking agent will get you, you know, Bunbury Thursday. <laughs> You're playing- Perth Friday, and then you might head up like north or whatever oh, to Geraldton, to Geraldton or something you like that. Tuck, tuck Frio in there. You get down to Mojo's. Um, yeah, and so, but like some of these more regional ones are tack-ons. Often the venue, let's be honest, overpays for you if your booking agent's selling you. You know, yeah. he's selling. You know, they got a track on the Jays. You know, it's going to be a great night. And there's no one fucking there. No one cares. There's no one on the on the dance floor or whatever. Look, there's been plenty of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be perfectly frank. Yeah. But that's fine, yeah. you know. It's like, is it a, is it the worst? You know, you still get paid. Yeah, you're still in a part of the world you probably wouldn't go otherwise. No, it's an an adventure. Yeah, you're with friends. Yeah, there's booze. So yeah, no such thing as a bad gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any gig's a good gig. So next question, kind of political still, mm-hmm. and to do with Australian cities. Mm-hmm. The Australian city with the worst cops and Australian city with the least worst. Ooh, very difficult to say. I think least worst, Hobart. Yeah, because Hobart also has the benefit of very low fines. Yeah, yeah. Or at least it did. If you're- Last time we were there, well, not last time, but a couple times that we were there, we'd get a hire car, you park it wherever you want, get a parking fine, and then go to this like beautiful sandstone building- and say, I have these parking fines, I'm from Sydney, 
and they go, oh, sir, sorry, sir. Yeah, it's like Here's the tourist your- information office. They got they can wipe your fines. They wipe your fines for you if you're not from there. You can it's <laughs> like literally you can do whatever you want. You have diplomatic immunity if you're from the mainland. It's fucking crazy. Um, so Hobart, least worst, and worst. I mean, very hard to say. If, like Queensland cops, obviously, you know, there's. Bit of a history there. Bit of a history there. Well, Dutton is one of them. Yeah. Uh, but Sydney, Sydney they love Sydney shutting dogs. down parties more than anywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. And and the, the sniffer dog thing is like- Out of control. Unparalleled globally. Mm. It's peerless. Mm. To the point where like, you know, Clover Moore is pushing for the New South Wales police to suspend sniffer dog operations during World Pride next year. Right. Because she's worried about the city embarrassing itself. Yeah. It's like, well, we're having guests over, so, like, you have to fucking clean the house. No, the house should be clean the whole fucking time. <laughs> Clover. Yeah. Although, I, you know, I stand with Clover. We should- We should get her on the pod, you're right. Uh, <laughs> Is that what you were going to say? No, I was going to talk about poisoning dogs, but <laughs> I'll leave it. Yeah, we can talk about that off air. Yeah, I think we can solve this problem once and for all. <laughs> yeah, poison dogs with- Lead. <laughs> Fucking moving very quick. Out of a gun that we took out of a cop's holster. That would be, man, that's some like Matrix John Wick shit. Imagine that in slow mo. A like, cop with a sniffer dog and you like do a fucking triple axle jump bullshit slow mo through the air, gun out of the holster, pop the dog in the head, pistol whip the cop, drop the gun. Keep going into Big Day Out 2005. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with all of my people. <laughs> That's the dream. I think back then it was still cookie little brown eyes. Yeah, yeah. They played. I, I remember I got there at like 12, 12.30. They were, they were playing real early in the boiler room. And we made sure we got there to see the presets. Fucking worth it, if I remember correctly, which I don't. I don't remember much. Sport? Yes. Top three to five public golf courses in Sydney from Seb Cycling. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, see, I, I was thinking about this one earlier. Contentious, because do we want to air out the secret gems? I don't think we have that much impact on the golf. No, I think we do. I think we do. This is a Sydney Sydney golf's number one podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Now, okay, like I like some of those Western Suburbs ones, like uh, Stonecutters, I think you'll agree. Yeah, yeah. Great one. Macquarie Th- Lynx. This is going to be so boring for some people. Um, but like within inner city Sydney, yeah, like Cogra is a little is a gem. Cogra, Cogra is probably my number one. Let me tell you a little about Cogra. You've probably heard us talk about Cogra Golf Club. Yeah. 15 holes. 15 holes. Three holes were compulsorily acquired by the West Connects program. Expropriated. Yeah. Fucking dogs. And now they want to turn it into apartments March 2024. Yeah. We will tie ourselves to the fence. To the mangroves. (laughs) To the the mangroves. (laughs) We will tie ourselves to the pro shop. We will tie ourselves to the sand pit. Yeah, we're announcing now. March 2024. Big announcement. March 2024, we're tying ourselves to the mangroves. (laughs) Look out for that on yeah. socials. <laughs> yeah. We we have the power to stop this, mm. you know. Who's with us? Who's yeah, you're either with us or against us. Yeah, you know, oh what? 
you want more high density housing near the airport, do you? Yeah, great. So you want. What happens if you know the two north south runways uh, are out because it's too windy? You know, mm-hmm. they they shut down the north south ones and just use the third east west. Yep. And then a plane crashes. If it crashes into a golf course, no problem. No, it's fine. It's basically a fourth runway. Yeah, crashes in, crashes into five thousand empty apartments. Mm. We've got a terrorist incident on our yeah, hands. Yeah, we've got a terrorist incident. And then now all of a sudden you've got to take your shoes off when you're fucking flying to Coolangatta. <laughs> I think a lot of Australians can agree that one of the, the few things we have left sacred to us at the airport is not having to take our fucking shoes off when we go through security. Mm. Because that's a G up. <laughs> that's a G up. I agree. I agree. It's the best like way to describe it. Some TSA foot fetishist nah. just decided, nah, nah, we're going to make them go nude foot. Oh, because like, because of some like hypothetical, they could put a bomb in their shoe. Yeah. Ridiculous. Same as the liquid thing. Like, it's like no one's ever done it. No one's ever like made a liquid bomb on a plane foot with like- 250 no. mil of like liquid or 101 whatever. 101 mils. And like, yeah. yeah. And like, I think the shoe thing was again, it was just like hypothetically, so they found someone on the internet was like, drew a diagram or shoe something. Bomber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, nope, shoes off now. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's a G up. When was the last time something bad happened on a plane? There's a time that we went to LA and then someone died on board someone and we had died. to stop in Hawaii. Yeah. You that wasn't that bad for me. You didn't know about that. I, I barely noticed. Rafford knocked himself out. He didn't know. Well, I, I did very briefly wake up. I remember that the plane was on the ground and said to you, like, oh, are we there? And you're like, no, we're in Hawaii. And I just fell asleep again. Yeah. That was anyway, fine. I burnt through hundreds of dollars of roaming data, <laughs> killing time. <laughs> Worth it. Money well spent. Yeah, I'd go Cogra, Beverly Park. Oh, Beverly Park, nice. I love Beverly Park. <laughs> and uh, So, these are good. These are, like, not bougie places. No, and they're all- Bayside Council, yeah. so far. No, isn't- Beverly Park's Bayside. Yeah, well, Cogra's Bayside, is it? Yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, yeah. And uh, to keep it Bayside, Botany Ninehold. <laughs> That'll be gone soon as That'll well. That'll be gone soon. They're all fucking going. Uh, but, you know. Yeah, I like Stonecutters. Yeah, sweet. That's good. I think that's- <laughs> Yeah, done. Okay, we're done with the golf questions. Let's find another, another, another sport one. How do I set up my lob wedge when around the greens? Is putting for cowards? Nothing's for cowards. The idea of feeling self-conscious on the golf course, at least about like the club and stuff you're using, I mean, abandon that. That's the, that's the old way of thinking. Now, don't get me wrong. I still get kind of, I think anyone would when you're about to tee up and you've got the greenskeeper there staring at you, making comments, <laughs> being like, yeah, go for it, mate. This is looking good. And then you've got like the group in front of you just said, no, you guys play through. You look like you can really hit them. Then you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, I'm- yeah. You know, fortunately, sometimes you nail it and you're just like, yeah, moving on. You know, that's that's okay to feel nervous there, but don't feel self-conscious about what you do, like no. what your clubs are, what club you're using, you know, if you're- No one's cool at golf. Like, no. There's no cool- There's no such thing as a cool golfer. I'd go one step further as to say no one's good at golf. And no one's good at golf. For context, the person is asking, when just off the green, should they chip it on or just hit it along the ground with their putter? See, the second is kind of seen as like the easy- The coward- yeah, yeah. Way or whatever Huck. by fools. But most of the time, putting is a better option. No. I'll, I'll, yeah. I know you won't. You'd use your 60 every time. But I, I'm a I'm a big fan <clears throat> of putting no, from off the green. seven iron and bump. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah you do Well, that. it depends. But if it's an elevated green, I'll go 60 <laughs> because it got, it's my 60's got good stops to it as opposed to my, my 54, which fucking just runs out for days. So, if it's shorts, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, 
They reckon anyone with a handicap over 10 shouldn't have a 60. I like my 60 a lot. Well, they reckon a lot of things. You yeah, know? yeah. But Eric- that's the thing. Golf, the only thing you need for golf is a couple of sticks, a ball, a tee and a hole. Yeah. Everything that happens it's the between- The simplest game in the world. Yeah. Everything that happens between the tee and the hole is your business. Yeah. Like, why do you think, you know, they're not playing cricket in South America? Because it's too hard to set up. Yeah. That's why everyone over there plays golf. You just need to stick a ball in a hole. Simple. The beautiful game, the world game. Yeah. To deer the meeting tree. Will the South Sydney Rabbitohs win the premiership next year? No. They'll come close again. They're just, they're going to be a top eight side. There and thereabouts. All the time, but but they don't have the fairy tale, you know. There's the professional sport. To win a professional sporting competition requires an element of fairy tale, whether it's the back-to-back, the three-peat, the underdog, all these things. If it's just like, oh, they worked hard and got there and did it, it doesn't happen. There must be a fairy tale. Yeah. Um, you know, could be the the captain is retiring at the end of the game and yeah. this team, they're the oldest team in the AFL's history. Yeah, yeah. You know, fairy tales. You bet on fairy tales yeah. when it comes to the grand final, the big dance. Yeah. Yeah, maybe the Swans would have won the grand final if Buddy said he was retiring and that was his last game. But instead, he said, I'm playing for another year. There's yeah. um, there no fairy tale there. No fairy tale. It's just like, oh, the Swans got there. Yeah. They were just the other team in the story. Yeah. You know? And if they won, it would have been bad for footy. Well, they were never going to, as you say. There was no element of fairy tale there yeah. other than like, well, they're a pretty young team. They've done a good rebuild. Yeah. You know, that's not a fairy it's tale. It's not a fairy tale. It's an, it's an explanation, not an excuse. Yeah. It's an ex- <laughs> fairy tales are a lot like excuses. Yeah. You don't need me to explain that. Another semi-sport related one, how inconvenient is life being left-handed? Incredibly, one of my many, many inconveniences. It should be on the NDIS. Yeah. Why are they talking about ADHD meds going on the NDIS but not being left-handed? We should get Mark Stefano on and ask him where he ranks being left-handed on the list of disabilities. I'm sure he'd love to do that. Yeah, you know, golf clubs are more expensive. Well, and sometimes cheaper. And sometimes cheaper. So that's, that's the thing. Life's just a fucking lottery out of the gates. You don't know what you're fucking getting. Instruction manuals and everything are always like, look, they they stipulate, if you're lucky enough for them to stipulate, I'm just saying this from a right-hander's perspective, yeah, yeah. I have right-hand privilege, they'll be like, oh, by the way, this is written for a right-hander, so like, just flip everything if you're left-handed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, ev- everything is built, you know, like writing pen on pa- on paper. Yeah. Not built for us. We should be able to write backwards like we're, like Hebrew. Mm. Yeah, Hebrew is the one that goes- And Arabic. Right to left. Arabic. They they had it sussed. And like Japanese and stuff as well, right? I don't know, man. Yeah, because if you go to like Kinokunya and uh, mm-hmm. open up some manga, oh, yeah, it's like, yeah. I can't understand a bloody thing. It's like the guy seems to be dying on the first page. <laughs> <laughs> They're living oh, happily ever after already. <laughs> I get it. I get it. This is one of those like narrative tools where you start at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I would say that my out of all my life's inconveniences, being left-handed is top five. Probably the size of my feet is ranks higher. Top five biggest inconveniences of all time. The fact that I'm blind in my right eye is up there as well. Being 202 centimetres tall, hitting my head on door frames and not being able to sit comfortably in a lot of chairs in 
vehicles and stuff. That's pretty high up there as well. That's four. Yeah, yeah. It's another. I, I mean, I'm trying to think. Having of a dog make the list. <laughs> yeah, it's up there. Probably being like, you know, they 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 say like pretty privilege, but I think pretty burden. There's this expectation, the weight of expectation that comes from being beautiful and unique. Yeah. Oh, no, it's just the stuff that keeps me up. Don't have to talk about it on the fucking pod. Why the, Why do you ask this? Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. Again, <laughs> How are you going? Of, <laughs> How are you going, mate? Yeah, yeah. No, good. Good, thanks. Uh, there's, I mean, there's a few silly ones here. Can you separate the shart from the shartist? That's from another unspecified member of Jackie Onassis. No way. Yeah. There it is. Can't see it. There's too many questions on there. You don't have your reading glasses I on. I don't, actually. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it was just a bit blurry. Where my thumb is. All right. Oh, wow. Yeah. That could have been from anyone in Jackie Onassis. Bunch of, bunch of other ones. I think we've covered it, though. I think, look, I'm going to do a little tie back here. Go on. All of these questions were through the lens of, but how are we? Mm. And I think that we have adequately showcased that we need a little help. So, thank you for reaching out. Yeah, yeah. If you if you do want to help us, there are ways. You know, you can just send us a little message on your chosen platform and just say, "Hope you're well. How are you?" You can make a little voodoo doll of us and just give it cuddles. Yeah, kisses and cuddles. Meeting tree voodoo doll. Meeting tree voodoo doll for kisses and cuddles only. Mm. No drugs and no butt stuff. <laughs> Maybe a little butt stuff. Uh, <laughs> Maybe tier three patron can all can get. I'll check out the pricing on, on a voodoo on, doll. On, if anyone has any hookups for cheap voodoo dolls, custom voodoo dolls, yeah. ping us. That's how you can help. You want to know how you can help? Yeah, yeah. Custom butt stuff voodoo dolls. Link us up with the voodoo doll maker. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the vibe. Or you can sign up to our Patreon, patreon.com slash the meeting tree. Find out the real truth behind whatever the fuck is going on. At the moment, top 10 types of people. Uh, we're also, for tiers two, three, and four on there, giving some hot updates on the new music we have coming out. New single, of course, next Friday. Now, if you've made it this far, you're obviously a golf addict. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but also, we need your help gaming the algorithm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So putting out music these days isn't about putting out music. No. It's about tricking computers. Yes. Like most it's things in life like, now. Like most things in life. It's not about the actual thing. It's about tricking a computer. Yeah. And so we want to trick the computer. This is something you can do for free that will get money for us, which will mean that we'll be better versions of ourselves for you. Yes. It's a win-win-win. Yeah, so you'll be a better version of you. Yeah, win-win-win. You win, we win, and then you and us win. Yeah. Win, win, win. Yeah. We love we. Yes. I love we. Yeah. Yeah. You are not you. You are we. I am not I. I am we. I am we. You are we. We, we are we. We, we love, love we. we. <laughs> and so- yeah, Say it after me. We, <laughs> we love we. We love we. We love we. <laughs> <laughs> So we need we, we desperately need we to pre-save our single 
I don't know how you can get the fucking link. Should we put it on the website nah, somewhere? Th- oh, no, in the description of this podcast. On the pod. Yeah, yeah, in the pod. Perfect. <laughs> Go to uh, – listen, listen. Go to your mother's handbag. <laughs> get 50 bucks. Go to the wardrobe. Rifle around the bottom see if your dad's got a gun in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, go to your nearest police station with 50 bucks in your hand. Maybe you got your mother's lipstick on as well and a gun and point it at the receptionist's head and say, let me on your computer. I need to pre-save the meeting tree single. Yeah, this is free to do. This is free to do. <laughs> it's free. It's free. You got to pre-save it. Yeah. And then, and then when they let you do it, please don't hurt me, mister. <laughs> Or ma'am, or you know, you know, <laughs> mate, <laughs> mate, bud, don't hurt me, bud. And then, and then, once you walk out of Redfin Station, there, there's another place near there that's got computers. Club Redfin shut down. Okay. Cyber cafe. We're going. To, we're going to the train station, and, and you, we're asking for phones. And you, <laughs> and you just running up and down platform three because the next train into the city circle comes in five minutes. And it's packed. <laughs> Uni students deluxe. You know they got Spotify. <laughs> Give me your fucking phone. <laughs> Unlock it. Unlock it, you fucking low dog. <laughs> open Spotify. No, no, no. Open, open whatever you listen to good podcasts on. <laughs> music. It's just so music it's, pre-sale. <laughs> search, search the Meeting Tree Radio. Oh, no, I think it's the Meeting Tree Podcast now. I think they changed it. No, it's not a podcast it's at all. Like, We're asking them to pre-sale the no, fucking no. single. <laughs> The link is in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're right. Sorry. You can't talk to the- I know they're talking. You hold dad's gun. But while they're in Spotify, they can just search the fucking single. It'll be there it anyway. Won't, it won't be there yet. It hasn't. It's a pre-save. Is it? I don't know. I, I don't think it is. I looked just today. Okay, go to the I description. Go to the, go to the podcast description. <laughs> <laughs> you click it. Do you, do you have Deezer as well? <laughs> click on Deezer. Maybe title. Hey, thanks. Is your phone? <laughs> Tom. Tom, don't you fucking dare unpre-save that. <laughs> we need to pre-save the. <laughs> yeah, walk down to the next guy. He's sitting there. He's a tradie. Give me a fucking phone. <laughs> yeah, just do that for us. It'd be good. Tom.